Hey everybody, welcome to the YouTube show. Uh, I'm Chris, I got Craig with me. Uh, Joe's got a family married tonight, uh, so he's taking a week off. He'll be back next week. But in his place, or in, in Joe's place, we have a special guest, Craig's wife, Crystal. Um, for her first time for the whole segment that is planned. Um, Crystal, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I, I think this is a new first for our podcast. Um, I know we've heard Crystal in the background on some podcasts. I think people know her, know who she is. But um, this is the first planned appearance by one of our spouses. Um, Craig, this is on was on my other podcast that I do Wednesdays. My wife came down one night and sat for half the podcast. And that's oh. back when we were doing like 45-minute hour lunch segments and it was very disconcerting um the two guys that do the podcast with wednesday i was like oh crap is chris <laughs> gonna be yelled at or divorced or anything but no it turned out to be a fun segment but it was very nervous we didn't know it was going to happen it was just spontaneous but crystal planned this this is yeah good. well you know we sometimes you gotta call in the substitutions and uh who better to do that than my wife um we do a youtube segment crystal as you know um, of all the crazy stuff we do in this podcast, probably would YouTube be the one you most want to be on, right? Yeah. Yeah, she likes yeah. she likes YouTube. She yeah. watches stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine, like, Crystal will be talking about the Steelers one night or anything else like that, you know? <laughs> no, she's not a Steelers fan. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've heard the other YouTube segments. Have you had a favorite YouTube video of the ones that Craig has seen before? We'll talk about this week's in a second, but before we get there. I don't know. I don't, do you have a favorite one? or <laughs> Craig's well, whispering I advice. I haven't, so. I haven't really gone on YouTube okay. in a while. I kind of... All right. I think she's I like... Get this, I kind of get the suggested videos. Yeah. And I, think, I think she'd like uh, the Mr. Beast videos that we've done and uh, maybe the Dame Drops. Who knows? I think she maybe she'd like Dame Drops. Crystal, when this thing first started, I wasn't really into any of these creators. But now, I mean, not recently because there's more football to watch. But and, and Big Brother, that's another show for another time. <laughs> but, um, you know, now I'm starting to watch a lot more of these videos, Crystal. So hopefully you're going to be a lot more into this once we get going on this. Um, so let's get to... This week's one. Uh, Craig, tell me about this guy that we're watching tonight. Yeah, so we're going to be watching. Now, he's mostly known for his TikTok videos where he's able to condense a, a whole little cooking show into one, you know, one minute, one and a half minute videos on TikTok. But Dylan Hollis, a really cool follow on TikTok. This is a guy. He's uh, he's actually from Bermuda. He's born and raised in Bermuda, but he uh, went to college, I believe, in Wyoming, and he lives in Wyoming now. And basically spends his time on social media baking or cooking various old recipes that he's found through old cookbooks or it could be from the depression era it could i mean i've seen recipes from as early as like 1906 and sometimes they they hit and they're really good and then sometimes he makes some faces that they're not so good so uh okay. tonight we're we're talking about which seemed very interesting tomato soup cake from 1950 and mm -hmm. in this video he he actually takes the first couple of minutes to sort of explain his uh maybe i guess you could say hatred 
for you know the advertising side of things as uh, Campbell's was trying to advertise like hey buy more soup buy Campbell's products and they you know they made it like this viral sensation back in the 1950s to buy Campbell's soup to make soup cake and he goes through the process where um, if you watch any of his other videos especially on TikTok where he basically just does he follows everything he can with the recipe sometimes the recipes are so old he doesn't even know what the measurements mean and he's got to try to find out or google or whatever which is kind of fun too but you know this is a, he's very entertaining and he always has a lot of fun and energetic and you know in this case he he makes some things where you just can't imagine them being any good and after he tries it, he's like, you've got to try this, or this was a lot better than expected. And this was actually one of those where the tomato soup cake turned out to be a pretty good cake, and he made it twice, actually, so he could try it with a different frosting. So um, he's really just a cool follow. I like following him, and um, he kind of you know, shows off some of his cooking skills, and he, he makes it seem like you could do it too, and you know, it's it's not too professional. He just has fun with it. Well, I got a couple of questions for Crystal because even watching this on mute, uh, some things have popped up here that I want Crystal's opinion about. Uh, first of all, and Crystal, I I made the mistake once of like at a time where my wife was at home uh, working on some stuff from home. You never use the word housewife, and she was um, Dylan showing an article that was written back then about tips for housewives. Um, yeah, if. Uh, Husbands today to housewives, they probably get smacked, right? Honestly, no. I've grown oh, up okay. with the term housewife. Like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a housewife. I mean, okay. probably well, in the professional good. world, you wouldn't use that. But, I mean, I'm used to it, so I don't really find anything wrong with it. Okay. Yeah. It's certainly a job. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's uh, like any other job. You're taking care of things or whatever it may be. I mean, you know, some people don't get into that. Some people do. And. Some people kind of in between. Or homemaker. Homemaker, yeah. Homemaker, yeah, yeah I, I think home, And, you know, I, I think that's one of the lessons we've learned in 2022, that, you know, I, when I mistakenly use the word housewife, I wasn't meaning it inappropriately, but I think sometimes people get the wrong at the end. You know, homemaker may be a safer word overall. Um, two other things that came up right away for you, Crystal. Um, mm-hmm. Tomato soup cake. Now, stuff... I'm seeing him cook it, and it doesn't look terrible. But if somebody said, hey, I'm making tomato soup cake, that just doesn't sound great. It, it, it doesn't. I mean, you would you would look at it or hear it and say, ew, tomato soup and cake. I mean, you like tomato soup, you like cake, but would you ever mix them? Right. But, like, I've, I've grown up, like, my mom has a recipe that she got from her mom for mayonnaise cake. And it's, mm. I mean, it's very dense, but it's very good. Craig here, he doesn't like mayonnaise, and he's tried it, and he's actually liked it. Yeah. Don't tell him what's in it, but (laughs) he likes it. So, I mean, the kind of clashing of the two ingredients doesn't sound very appetizing, but, I mean, you'd be surprised at it. I wouldn't wouldn't mind trying it maybe one time. Yeah, I'm a very finicky eater, and I I don't know how Craig reacts to this, but my wife can be mean because, like, we'll eat something, and she's looking at me the whole time, like, Oh, do you like it? Do you like it? And I'm like, uh, yes. Why? She's like, well, you'll never guess why I put it. And, you know, it's nothing 
horrible. It, it's just yeah. something that I normally don't like. Right. There's a very panicky, finicky about stuff. But when she says that, I get a really scared look on my face. <laughs> like, you know, I put my hair in it. Well, it's funny because, I, I mean, the thing, I can at least say, look, I get mayonnaise being in a cake sometimes because it can help create some moisture and keep the moisture alive in there. I, w- I had a hard time with tomato soup cake only because I don't really like tomato soup. That's what's the he, one the one thing I don't really like. What's he is he spraying chocolate frosting on? Yeah, so he actually makes and this is another cool thing about him. He doesn't just go to the store buy a store bought frosting. He actually made a vanilla frosting just like a, a like a I don't know if it was a buttercream frosting the first time, but then he actually made at the end when he did the cake again because they said you got to make it with this creamy chocolate frosting where he makes this this chocolate frosting and you know from what he said when he first tasted it and he liked it he couldn't believe it because it didn't taste like tomato soup it didn't taste like the tomato flavor didn't come across it actually he said tasted more chocolatey than it did tomatoey which i was surprised about because i'm guessing it's just the way the soup reacts to all the ingredients from creaming the butter and all that kind of stuff and maybe it just the sugar kind of overtakes some of the you know the tomato soup flavor i'm assuming but he said it was really good and i mean you know it's funny because he's made other things where yeah it just doesn't turn out very good i mean there was one where it was like ice cream coleslaw which looked disgusting and it was disgusting according to him but then he's made, um, you know, my wife watched one where I sent her one of Lachoy noodles, those like little oniony straw noodles or whatever they are, and you put them with chow chocolate, mein chow mein noodles, and you put them with chocolate and what, peanut, peanuts, peanuts or peanut butter or something, and, and it makes like a nice salty sweet snack. He's done like three ingredient peanut butter cookies. I mean, he's done a lot of cool different things where I feel like you could definitely do it, and that's what's fun about it, and also kind of wondering like how people ate in the 1940s or during the depression era during world war ii when they were trying to conserve ingredients and conserve things so he kind of does a lot of that stuff and it's really fun yeah um crystal the other thing i was thinking about craig and i've been over this it seems like every guy we talk to um to be a youtube personality sometimes you have to be really um outgoing really personable um we had one i think it was like what kristen Riker, maybe who her videos didn't really show anything i mean didn't show herself uh she was just taking the videos um this guy seems to be a little bit more outgoing uh crystal if you're gonna start watching youtube shows do you want your main person to be more outgoing does that kind of draw you into the videos i mean i think it depends on the video but yeah i mean I could I could see the point of somebody just showing something because they don't want themselves on camera and they just want they're just their main focus is to show you what they're doing. Okay. And then like this guy is very energetic and very excited about what he's doing and I mean I like I like that is one of the best things about the video him being excited about what he's doing. So and he makes fun of like some of these recipes when he opens up the books and it's like from the 1900s and it's early 1900s and he's trying to figure out like you know the the measuring scale for some people and he'll make fun of it while he's making it like 
you know, it, it'll say something like aggressively beat this or mix this aggressively or, or, you know, something where back in the you know 1940s, something, a word didn't mean the same as it means now in 2022. So he might yell at the batter when he's doing it because it says like, you know, do something to the batter or whatever. So he, he kind of makes fun. He, you know, he's, he's really an interesting kind of character. I mean, he's, you know, if you look, watch some of his other uh, TikTok videos, he does other things than just cook where he'll, he's got like this old vintage truck that he drives around Wyoming. And, you know, he talks about the bad weather and, you know, trying to survive sort of, so to speak, I guess you could say in a cold climate when he's from Bermuda originally um, just a just a, a good kind of like the perfect kind of character for you know even though that that's himself I think I don't think he's playing a character but it's like the perfect personality for TikTok for YouTube you know insert whatever social media you can you can think of. Well, well, Crystal likes guys that well that sounds weird. Uh, Crystal likes YouTubers who are more energetic, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, Craig, I think you guys homework for the week. Um, pick out a 24 hours Dame Drops eats whatever the person <laughs> from them eats. Um, I think Crystal, you'll love it. Uh, Craig, Craig like doesn't like Dame Drops. I think Crystal would like Dame Drops. I don't mind Dame Drops' personality. It's just too much over right. the course of like his former videos being like a half hour. So, oh, okay. You know, like, I don't mind Dane drops in, like, short spurts, and I think that's where he's best at, you know, best served. But this whole, like, let's have a 30-minute video of him, you know, having the car ahead of him order their food, eh, that's too much. All right, all right. Chris, you got to tell me what you think about Dame drops. She'll she'll watch some Dame yeah. drops, yeah. I, I think I'm in love. I mean, well, I don't know if I love Dame drops, but it, it's been... <laughs> Uh, after a long day of what I do, it's it's nice to watch some Dame Drops. It was I, pretty I good. get it. I get it. I mean, when his videos are like less than 15 minutes, I think that's his sweet spot. Yeah. Really and, uh, it's totally ridiculous. Well, I just did, I, I paid um, B. Dylan Hollis a, a big hat tip. I mean, I, I'm watching him on mute, and I'm like, I got to see some more. So I, I give it the Chris subscribed. So B. Dylan picked up another subscriber in the last couple of minutes, and great, absolutely. Yeah. When I subscribe to someone, I generally watch all their videos, so I'm sure he'll get a bunch more views in the next little bit from it. So should be pretty good. Um, Crystal, is he Dylan something you would subscribe to? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, fair enough. So sounds good. Um, what else can we talk about with old B. Dylan? Anything pop else pop up? For you, guys? Well, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, it's I didn't even know he really had YouTube, um, but I've always liked him on, on TikTok. I've been following him now for probably well over a year now. And, you know, every now and then he pops up with a fun recipe. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that he's done, he did a, a peanut butter soup one time. He's made like homemade peppermint patties, which I remember that I think he loved uh, from 1946. Um, you know, he just, he's done a lot of cool things. And then he's also done things where you're just like, how on earth could, could anybody think that that's a good idea? He actually did a chocolate mayonnaise cake. Like my wife was talking about, um, hmm. so that, you know, I mean, but he did like a, a, like a spam pie as well. So spam in a pie 
you know, like a pie crust. So he's he's done some interesting things, and um, you know, I think like water pie, which I don't even know what water pie is, but it's it's just funny when he goes through some of the ingredients because like he did a Civil War cake, and during wartime, you know, things are different, ingredients are different, things back then weren't as bountiful, so. You might you might have had to you know skate by with whatever you could, so you just put a bunch of things together and hope it turned out good and people would eat it. And there are some things where he just absolutely cringes when he eats it, and then there are some things that he can't believe he liked after he made it. Hmm. Very interesting. What's up with the hair? Uh, well, he's got the, he's got some style. You know, he's got some style. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I could only dream of having hair that wavy and flow. Uh, Crystal, are you requesting that Craig does his hair like that? <laughs> um, I don't think I could pull that off. Yeah, I don't think I can. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think I could pull left. that off. No, no. Okay. Very good. Crystal, any other thoughts about old B. Dylan Hollis? Um, no. Okay. You just... I, got, I mean, I want to see more of his videos. I want to get to know him more, but yeah. I mean, he okay. seems pretty cool. I think I'll give him a little follow. Yeah, 1.27 million subscribers. So yeah. he, he's got himself quite a following, I'll tell Absolutely. you. Absolutely, yeah. Very good. Yeah, pretty high energetic and everything. I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Craig, you picked a winner. This is good. We got different people picking stuff, which really helps. Uh, Craig, let's talk a little bit about next week. Um, our our friend, I think we can mention what the behind the scenes what we're thinking. Um, Craig's friend, he's introduced us to him to us, and he's all of our friends now. How about that? Uh, the great Dan Tierney, who uh, serves as a spokesman for Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, we're talking about coming on soon. Hopefully as early as next week. It sounds like we can we're gonna be able to pull that off. Um not hundred percent that Dan could come, but let's let's do this video. Um Fran DeWine, the governor's wife, is an avid cook. We've yeah. joked about her cooking skills. Um it was interesting. I, I started to think about the DeWines earlier tonight. Uh we were running a little bit late for church yesterday, Craig. And um, Danae King, our, our friend who um, writes religion for the um, Columbus Dispatch, wrote a story from a dispatch about Amy Acton was speaking this weekend at a downtown church about her new in initiative. And Craig, yeah. my daughter is nine. Well, she just turned 10. And she loves Amy Acton. Uh, we almost went there to, for my daughter to meet her. It had been great. Yeah. But, you know... He, uh, I watched some of Amy acting on YouTube today. Made me think of COVID. Made me think about the DeWines. Um, so we have a seven and a half minute video of Fran DeWine sharing her recipes. And yeah. we're going to watch it next week. Uh, it should well, be if interesting. We yeah. If we talk to Dan, we got to get him to send us some some Buckeyes. Fran DeWine Buckeyes. I'd love to try some of her uh, cooking. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in hearing some of the behind-the-scenes stories because uh, Mike's a, a sm smaller in stature guy. Can I say that? Well, no, what I'm saying is, okay, here's the problem. I'm a big guy. I'm not talking height. I'm talking weight. Okay, I'm a big, big guy. Fran DeWine makes some Buckeyes are amazing. 
If I was related or married to Fran DeWine, I would be at least 10,000 pounds. Because how can you be married or family? I mean, mean, bravo Mike DeWine. Because Mike DeWine's a small stature guy. Mike DeWine should be a billion pounds right now because of Fran DeWine's cooking. Um, I, I need to ask questions about that. I didn't go the other route, Craig. I, I saw I saw your face. I think you got a little worried there for a second. I, I'm talking I'm talking more about weight. I mean, bravo to Frank, Mike DeWine for not for having restraint. You know, not eating yeah. too much. Because here's Absolutely. my problem: yeah. if I was married to someone who made food like Fran DeWine, I would be doing nothing but cooking. I mean, my hobby would be. Eating and friends' food, and you know, I would be a million. I would balloon up like a crazy man. So yeah, I'm I'm interested asking about that. Um, So with or without the journey, we're gonna talk about Fran DeWine's cooking. All right, exciting. That's good news. Have you covered a Mike DeWine event, uh, Craig? I actually did um, way back when he was the Attorney General. I covered a um, sort of a blanket media event to sort of discuss like the pitfalls of the drug the, the opioid uh epidemic um but i've never talked to him specifically in person like face to face one on one of course as we all know uh i certainly did with dan tierney way back when when he was the attorney general dan tierney was his communications officer and i right. talked to dan tierney quite a bit when i was in fremont and port clinton so um, definitely know Dan pretty well, and he was always uh, a friendly, uh, friendly face and a friendly voice to talk to uh, when I was a journalist in Ohio. Well, I mentioned this way. Uh, one thing that uh, Governor DeWine's been known for, and I think he still does this now, is you know when you go cover him, he brings cookbooks. Like it, it was oh, strange. Yeah, yeah. I, um, he spoke about Opal. It may have been the same tour. Um, I covered him in Mansfield when he was the Attorney General, and he had like a little table. Where he had some trinkets there, and there's some yeah. the wine cookbook. So we cover him. Uh, we all talk to him. Uh, we were he was in the middle of a circle. Where we were asking questions about his policies and everything. And you know, we're like, "Thank you, sir. We need to go." So we walked out the door, and he's calling after us. Did you pick up one of her cookbooks? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And you feel weird because as a journalist, you shouldn't be accepting anything. And yeah. he's like, pick up her cookbooks. He got really stern. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll pick up a cookbook. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Well, I, I actually probably would have uh, enjoyed getting a cookbook just to, oh, yeah. to see what, what Fran DeWine has to offer in a cookbook. That would have been kind of fun to pick it up. And you never use it, you never use it. But, hey, you know, maybe you make those Buckeyes. I'm assuming the Buckeyes would be in the cookbook. They better be in the cookbook. Yes. Well, I think the video we're watching tomorrow is specific. Well, not tomorrow. Next week is specifically about the Buckeyes. So. Okay. I, uh, we we got to talk with Dan Turner, though. Hopefully <laughs> talking about Fran's Buckeyes will be okay. It's it's election season. I think there's a little bit of uh, yeah. nerves going on right now at the State House. So, yeah, it will be nice. Um. Maybe I got rewrite rewrite that question about um, Governor DeWine's stature. But again, right. I'm just talking weight. I mean, he's a smaller guy, which is great. And again, bravo to him because man, if I ate Fran DeWine's cooking all the time, it'd be crazy. So I don't know, um, Crystal. I, I know you're not living in Ohio anymore. Um, how important is the governor, the spouse of the governor's, cooking to you? I mean. I mean, I like the wine, so I mean, 
I'd be interested in it, interested in like hearing more about it or checking it out. So I mean, okay, I appreciate. It. Even though I'm trying to see now, I still appreciate the wine. So I, I bet he has a pretty good voting block of people who like cooking. Craig. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Like, he was a, uh, you know, uh, you know whether you like this politics or not, you know, you have to appreciate him getting out in front of the camera every day during the pandemic and giving us a little bit more behind the scenes of a, of who he really was that you never usually would get, you know, and it was probably thanks to the pandemic that you got to know him or you felt like you got to know him more and and Fran was part of that, I think too and you know, being able to kind of explore you know, their relationship a little bit with the cooking and just, you know, the adoration they have for each other. So it was kind of cool to see. We, we joked about being Ohio and that we should host a governor debate. Maybe we <laughs> miss our true calling because we're not meet the press. And there's a bunch of other better statehouse politics programs than ours, which is fine. I and mean, that's something we're called to do. But maybe what we should have done is it should have a spouse cook-off. Um, you know, Fran DeWine against, I, I think Nan Whaley's married, right? I don't know. Okay, or a friend of a spouse or whatever, if she's not married. We got a big cook-off, Craig. We miss. I think we may have been able to pull that off. Wouldn't it be fun if we just did, like, a cook-off between the candidates? Like, yeah, make, your, make your best dish, you know? Maybe that might go a long way in uh, earning you some extra votes. I, I would probably think DeWine would win, because I'm sure... Like the night before, Fran would made him something, and he'd be like, "Oh, this is my cooking." I'm like, "Oh my god, oh, this, this is governor the pie that I made last <laughs> yes. night." Yeah. Yeah. You're in my Buckeyes. Whoa, governor, you're an amazing cook. What's going you're on? Just man? like Fran's, yeah. <laughs> hey, governor, hey, are you cheating again with your cooking? Come on. Oh, I could be a scandal there. Who knows? Yeah, so. Cool. All right, so we gotta be really careful. Oh, yeah, stay tuned in next week. Dan's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> probably listening, going, "Why did I ever tell him we might make him on next week?" <laughs> We we blew our chance at Antony. This is rough. So, all right. Well, well, Crystal, this has been great. I yeah. Um, next segment we're going to talk about E. coli. So if you want to say anything, feel free. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. This is our first spouse segment where the spouse agreed to come on. They agreed to be um, use their names and everything, which is fantastic. Man, I appreciate Craig. you guys having me. Thank you. Oh, no. Yeah. Our pleasure. This is, I, I'm pleasantly surprised, and, and I, I really mean pleasantly. This is good. All right. So, a uh, couple real quick promos before we take off. Again, Cash App. My goodness. If I if I had more money and I would pay my guests for appearances, I would say, Crystal, do Cash App so I can pay you. I don't have any money, so I can't pay. <laughs> but, you know, Cash App's a great way of sending money back and forth to each other. Download the Cash App. Attach your account to it. You'll get paid. Hey, we'll get paid, too. So it's a good uh, agreement both ways. So check out Cash App. Um, Craig, um, uh, no Bob this week, right? Is that what you said? Or uh, I think we're going to have Bob this week. I'm not 100% sure, but... Okay. Uh, last week was our off week, but I think we're going to get back at it this week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. No, it was uh, George you talked to. Remember, I talked to George you? last week, yeah. Uh, he had uh, reviews of She-Hulk and House of the Dragon, the new uh, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones prequel. So um, we'll be back at it again uh, with more streaming and more news, but uh, haven't really nailed down a firm uh, show just yet because there's 
not really a lot going on at the theaters these days. It's kind of a light, uh, light period for the movie theater releases. Well, pretty newsy. I mean, She-Hulk got a lot of publicity in yeah. House of the Dragon. Did George like that? He did. He actually liked both shows very much. Okay. So, so, yeah, he, he enjoyed both uh, both shows. Yeah, House of the Dragon is the new, um, well, the prequel to the, yeah. uh, obviously, the very popular Game of Thrones. And apparently uh, it uh, broke the uh, HBO Max app, which, I, I mean, at the time we weren't watching, but... Apparently, it was so popular, it uh, basically shut down the uh, HBO Max app. And it drew uh, nearly 10 million viewers, according to The Hollywood Reporter. So, a big debut and uh, much-needed publicity for HBO. At least good publicity this time around. Yeah, the only other uh, TV news I I wanted to mention, uh, kind of bummed out about this. Um, Speaking of HBO and this new Warner Discovery uh, network, um, a popular guy on CNN... His time on the show came to end, and it wasn't a Gannett cut. Uh, Brian Selter, uh, he does the Reliable Sources program. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, I wasn't a weekly watcher of it, but um, I always liked following Brian on uh, Twitter. A lot of comments about the media, what's happening there. Uh, CNN just decided to go in a different direction, and it'll be interesting to see where uh, Brian ends up next, Craig. I yeah. haven't heard anything yet. I would assume he would land somewhere. I would think uh, Brian calls it down the line, but with some of the comments Brian's made politically, I, I would guess if he ends up going to network, maybe MSNBC. Who knows? It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. So, yeah, uh, fairly well, Brian Stelter. I'm uh, I, I'm sure he'll be active on Twitter. It's just kind of a bummer. We don't get to hear him as much uh, now since he's leaving CNN. All right, well, that's it for us. We're going to come back for one shorter segment, Craig. Um, and then also check out tonight, later on, um, it'll be me and Pierre Holland. Craig's got the open invitation to come on whenever he wants. Heck, Crystal has the open invitation. I want to hear what Crystal thinks about NFL football. Yeah. Crystal, are you a fan at all? Um, I'm a supporter. A supporter, okay. I'm a Brown supporter for my daddy. Ooh. and teams. She's a Lions fan at heart. Pretty, pretty okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, for Crystal and Craig, this is Chris. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.